I think that right there is the catnip. So many women stay in really bad relationships because they've bought into the fairy tale that says, if I can see through all the bad behaviors and see who he really is inside, then my love is going to change him. It just doesn't happen. Welcome to the Secure Marriage Podcast, where we believe it's possible to fight less, feel understood, and enjoy a deeper connection with your spouse. We're your hosts, Paul and Shannon Elmore, and on today's episode, are you a woman that suffers from Beauty and the Beast Syndrome? Yeah, that's a weird title. It is, but it's a good one. I bet someone just read or heard that and they're going, what is that about? Yep. Our job here is done. (laughs) We can't wait for you guys to find out. Here we go. You asked me a very interesting question. I did. I asked you the question, why do you think that story of Beauty and the Beast is so attractive to women. Let's put young girls, you know, Belle and pretty dresses and twirly, you understand that? But just the whole concept, the fable of Beauty and the Beast and this woman falling in love with this horrific person. Right. What's the appeal? Because it's a weird story. It it really is. And and it's kind of funny because... Before you added all the extra elements to it, my first thought is, well, it's pretty dresses and fluffy gowns and... Yeah. And... Talking candlesticks. Yeah. Yeah. However, when I think about it, I just push aside the fact that she gets thrown into this prison, you know, and... Yeah. It's a whole story about... All the really creepy, awful, horrible stuff. Yeah. It's a story about Stockholm Syndrome is actually what it is. Falling in love with your captor. Yeah. Totally. Yeah, so I really didn't have a great answer for you, but you had a fantastic answer about that. And so why don't you share that? It just was like, oh, yeah, interesting. Yeah, kind of gets your brain thinking, doesn't it? It really does. My theory, that I think I could back up, but my working theory is, let's take it out of the context of a fable, Beauty and the Beast and fairy tale land and talking candlesticks and put it into real life relationships where this woman finds a dynamic male, but he is abusive. He is rude. He is gruff. He is unkind. He is verbally abusive. He doesn't scary. He's scary. He doesn't have any compassion. He doesn't have any tenderness. He's gruff. He's abusive. He's just not a good person, but There's something, there's some sort of attraction there. And the fairy tale ending is what makes this story so powerful because everyone has dismissed the beast. He's living in this shuttered castle. Nobody can get access to him. He's driven everyone else away except for this golden hearted, pure woman who sees through all the abusive behavior and sees the diamond in the rough, who sees this good person underneath and even though he's abusive towards her, even though he's rude towards her, even though he drives her away, they go head to head with it. She doesn't take any of it personally. She has enough internal resilience to tolerate all of that. It doesn't destroy her self-esteem or her value as a woman. And because her love is pure and endures all this abuse, the fairy tale ending is he magically transforms into this prince 
this dashing, beautiful, handsome, rich, powerful prince. He doesn't turn into the local baker or the right. local guy who makes the barrels for the wine. Right. He transforms into a prince, this catch of a guy. And everyone else has missed it, but because her heart's been pure and she saw through it, she gets the prize at the end. And not only is his transformation into this beautiful person with all of the status, but also this new personality yes. as well. Like Absolutely. Her perfect personality. Yes. All Loving, those kind, bad patient, are gone. understanding. Yes, she's able to change him. And I think that right there is the catnip. I think that right there is the thing that so many women stay in really bad relationships because they've bought into the fairy tale that says, if I just continue to love him enough, if I just endure, if I just tolerate, if I can see through all the bad behaviors and see who he really is inside, then my love is going to change him. Right. And while I wish that was true, while I wish that recipe worked, clinically, Beauty and the Beast doesn't exist. Right. That's why they call it a fairy tale, because it is pretend. It is a fake story. It is not real. And the chances of that happening are so unbelievably minuscule that... It's what makes the story so attractive as a fairy tale. Right. It's the same reason that all the princess stories end up being so attractive to these young girls, which grow into young women, which grow into women who are now looking for spouses and companions. Because they all end with a happy ending. Yes. That's kind of pretty much not realistic. Yes, exactly. And we've seen that trend in storytelling now where you start to see the anti-hero or sorry, the anti-villain the villain that's actually a good person inside is just misunderstood. Again, that's the whole premise of Wicked. That's the whole premise of Maleficent. That's the whole premise of a lot of movies out or, there or, and, and, Even the new Spider-Man movie. Right. Well, and even in Maleficent, they show the reason why she becomes yes, bad. Yes. And so and if so we can understand, go, yes. if we understand the reason for the badness, then we can't be mad at them. Even the new Spider-Man movie. Spoiler alert, by the way, if you're listening right now, you haven't seen the most recent Spider-Man movie. They don't fight bad guys. They try to reform bad guys. Right. It isn't just try to defeat the bad guy. Oh, wait, we have to understand why he's so bad. And instead of just destroying him, we're going to save him we're from gonna, himself. Yep. We're going to help him become who he should be. Yes. And again, because of my occupation that I've done for 18 years, I believe in the redemption of people. But that happens through hard work. That happens through taking responsibility. That happens through self-awareness. That happens through recognizing I've hurt other people and I need to deal with my story. And the transformation doesn't happen because the last petal falls from the rose. Or it doesn't happen because you drink the magic elixir. Or the spell is broken in some way. And in five minutes, which wraps up a movie nicely and has great visual effects, you have this prince in disguise. Right. It just doesn't happen. And the reason we're doing this podcast episode is because I know that there's probably some women who are listening to this podcast with the hopes of if I am just loving enough, if I am just 
patient enough, if I am just kind enough, if I am just tolerant enough, if I just take one more bad situation, then I'm going to magically change him. Right. Let's be really clear. All those things are good. I want you to be kind and patient and understanding and compassionate and vulnerable and all these other things. Those are good characteristics to have, but they don't magically change somebody else. Right. He has to take responsibility for it. He needs to take initiative. That's one of the big thing where he goes, wow, I recognize I have been a bad husband to you and I need to get me fixed. I need to find right. ways. I got to read books to learn how to be a better husband. I need to do the work. I need to get the training. I need to take the courses. I need to sit with the mentors. I need to, I need to do something. I need to figure out myself. And then that's right. going to take time to change. Yep. It starts with that recognizing that you need to work on yourself yeah. and taking responsibility. Yeah. That's so huge. Yeah. And it's so easy, especially for women to take on that responsibility. Yeah. Uh, most of us are nurturers. We want to Very much. help. We want to fix. We want to bring about change in the people that we love. Yeah. And we can't take responsibility for the other person and expect them to be able to change. It just doesn't happen that way. No, no. And that's hard. Yeah. Again, because it's such a dream that women have, Disney and whoever else has produced the Beauty and the Beast story has realized we can make money on that because this is a dream that women have. Right. So we're going to go watch that movie and live vicariously for an hour and 58 minutes in this dream world. It's a desirable story. Sure. It just doesn't exist. Right. And... I feel like, you know, the bad guy who just told everyone that Santa Claus doesn't exist right now. <laughs> oh, no. But until you start to accept that, this might explain why you keep ending up in bad relationships with men. This might explain why, despite your best efforts, your relationship is still struggling. Right. This exactly. might explain why you are still constantly hurt and disappointed and frustrated in the relationship even though you've been trying to do everything right. Yeah. Because you might have bought into at some level, maybe even deep down subconsciously, you bought into the fairy tale Beauty and the Beast story. Yeah. And it isn't until you're honest with yourself first and say, okay, now that I see it more clearly, what's the best steps for me to take forward? And that's when your relationship can start to change. Yep. Painful first step, but necessary yes, first very. step. And we applaud you if you recognize, wow, I really do need to do that. So what do I need to do? How do I take that next step? We applaud you for recognizing that and going, I need to do that. And there's several things that you can do. You can get in touch with a counselor and say, okay, I'm starting to understand. I heard these people on this podcast. And so I need to talk to a counselor and get some very specific guidance on what I should do next in my relationship and how do I handle these painful situations. Right. You can pick up the latest self-help book. Again, people go searching all the time for trying to find recommendations. And there's some good self-help books around relationships out there. We build courses around these things so that you can start to have tools and techniques Techniques to make your relationship better at a reasonable price. So you can take one of our courses if you wanted to do a deep dive in some of that. Do something. I don't we don't right. care what it is, but do something to change the fairy tale. To yeah. get out of the magical thinking. That's why it's called magical thinking, because it requires magic to change something. And there is no such thing as magic. Nope. Sorry, everybody. Oh, you're no breaking such... my heart, honey. <laughs> I believe in magic. 
They make songs about it, yes. <laughs> and unfortunately, that's not the real world. Yeah, that's a real letdown and disappointment when you figure that one out. It is. There is no prince on a white horse. There is no beast that needs to be saved. There isn't some street urchin with a golden heart that, you know, even though he's been convicted for grand larceny many, many times and has served time in prison, <laughs> that he's going to change his ways right. if he finds the magic lamp. See the magic theme there again? Yes. Yeah, this is yeah. why fairy tales work. For the guys, the fish does not turn into a woman, okay? <laughs> Ignore the whole Little Mermaid story, but that's a whole nother podcast episode. It's better to deal in reality yes. than in magical thinking. Magical thinking keeps you stuck. So... That's why we're talking about it today. Yeah. We want you to take the first steps to start making your relationship better and get out of um, bad or abusive relationships. Yes. Absolutely. Again, if you want to check out one of our courses, securemarriage.com, we'd be glad to help any way we can. Other than that, I think that's it. I think we should be done there. Yeah. Thanks everyone for listening. We'll see you next time. All righty. Bye bye. Bye bye.